Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Duke's Shaka Hayward has been extremely productive as a starter for two seasons now with the Blue Devils. In two years as a starting linebacker, he has racked up 148 tackles, 15 tackles for loss, and six and a half sacks. With one more year to go, Hayward is hoping to build on that early success. For today's Spotlight interview, host Ryan Roberts spoke with Hayward about his potential path to the NFL and his career at Duke. Before we get to that interview, though, folks, I need to quickly tell you about Bet Online. July is underway and a great month month for sports. And if you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals ending and the MLB heading into the second half of the season, there's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there are tons of futures and props you can wager on. BetOnline has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. This is an interview edition. We are bringing you an inside look to some of the fantastic football players in all of college football. We have turned the page fully on the 2021 NFL Draft. So we are bringing you the future stars of the NFL Draft cycle. I could be talking to a young man that has been on my radar now for a little bit. I was watching Chris Rump from Duke. I was watching Victor, number 51. Not going to try to pronounce his last name. And I just keep coming back to this linebacker, number 42. Now, he's a redshirt junior. So it could be a part of the 2022 draft, could be a part of the 2023. Really depends on, I'm sure, how the, the next season comes up for him. But I'm joined now with, by Shaka Hayward, star linebacker from Duke University. Shaka, appreciate you, man, taking some time today. How's everything been going for you, man? Everything's been good. You know, I appreciate you. Um, yeah, everything's been good. Just been uh, summer workout, summer classes. Uh, just, you know, still grinding, summer session, getting ready for the season. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I know I want to ask, you know, a little bit about about um, the, the pandemic and just all the craziness surrounding it in a minute or so. But I know that it must be nice for you to, you know, you had spring ball, you're getting back to what seems like a more normalized system. It seems like more normalized schedule, obviously. What's it like for you just to kind of know, put that put it in the rear view a little bit and just know moving forward, you're going to be in what it would appear to be a more normalized season coming up here? Uh, yeah, it definitely feels good. Um, just being able to be with the team because, you know, last year with COVID, uh, nobody knew what was going on. We didn't know if we were going to even, like, have a season. So, you know, we were at home just trying to uh, work out on our own. So, I mean, 
yeah, this year has been great. Just being back with the team. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I know I wanted to, uh, you know, I, I had done my research on you looking back to you at Mill Creek High School. I was looking into like your recruiting profile, all that good stuff. I kind of want to start you out there coming out of Mill Creek. I know you're a Georgia guy originally. What was it about Duke University specifically that really stood out for you? And just maybe a little bit of a glimpse into the recruiting and overall for you. Oh, uh, yeah. The recruiting process was, uh, I mean, for me, it was, I really didn't know where I wanted to go. Um, my dream school was LSU, but uh, after taking a visit to uh, Duke and um, I had to talk with Coach Cut, Coach Ferris, um, you know, and I, the whole uh, visit, it just felt like like meant to be like a family. Um, they preached family and it really felt like that with the uh, coaches and the players that were already there. Uh, They're all uh, very welcoming. Um, and then the, another huge thing was obviously uh, a Duke education. You know, that's um, that's a premier. You know, that's a if you that education is just like um, uh, it's just one of a kind. You know, you go around the world and say you graduate from Duke, uh, people just uh, look at you different. So I definitely uh, took that into consideration. And then um, my dream is to play in the NFL. Um, I knew you could get looks like from anywhere. And with Duke being um, a power five school, it was just a no brainer for me. So that was a, that's why I chose Duke. Yeah, I love that you talked a little bit, Shaka, about the, the importance of the education, obviously. I've talked to a couple guys from Duke in the past, and I know that that is obviously a, a huge reason to you know attend the university. But then, it, you know, we're talking about life after football a little bit. How, what was the transition like when you first maybe got there and then you saw the workload of being a student athlete at Duke? Because I know, you know, like you said, it's one of the finest academic institutions. But with that, that phenomenal degree that you're going to get, obviously a lot of work there. Right. Yes. I mean, they did a good job of uh, taking the freshmen into um, into summer classes like by themselves. Um, You know, they do a good job in uh, indoctrinating them into the uh, just the way uh, Duke works. Um, So me being a being uh, registered in my uh, freshman year, I was able to focus more on school and just get a feel for how it would be practicing with um, the heavy uh, workload with school as well. So, I mean, it was. It was good. This is also like a lot of people at Duke that are going to be able to help you in in many ways. And uh, academically, is definitely one that they uh, they uh, strive to help you in because we try to maintain three point GPA uh, year round. Absolutely, and and I know that I know it's probably a little bit of a mixed feeling because I know everybody wants to go into college and they want to play and they want to contribute early. You mentioned the redshirt year a little bit. I know you were able to play in four games with the redshirt rule and all that good stuff. Besides for the acclimatization to the the college life and the ability to get right in the class from that first year. How much was that season for you a big help in developing your body, developing, you know, just getting used to the speed? How much was it to help as a football player? Uh, yeah, it was definitely huge because, um, you know, I just learned from um, Joe Giles Harris. Um, he was a Joe, Joe and Ben. Uh, they both taught me just take care of your body. Like when I was in camp, um, you know, I was a young guy, so they, I mean, I just felt great and I could go in there um, just day to day and not really feel too bad. But then being older guy, they just told me, like, to make sure you take care of your body because it definitely uh, catches up to you. Wearing tear is real. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I know for NFL draft fans out there, 
you know, specifically. I know that the things that really stood out to me on tape when watching you was felt like you had a great eyes, great feel for the game, but you have that long frame that I think teams are going to love, especially in the the game now where they're really trying to manipulate space a ton. I feel like that length and that athleticism is going to be a big help. But then the ability that you have as a striker, like you, you create a lot of power in some very tight spaces, which was took me off guard a little bit with the kind of the sl- more slender frame that you have that I think you put on a ton more weight. Over the last couple of years, Shaka, I know that you have had obviously huge improvements in your game. What do you think are specifically are a couple of things that have been pivotal for your development as a football player? Uh, for me, like you said, um, I've always been a range guy, you know, run sideline to sideline and always been a hitter too, a runner and a hitter. So, um, I, but a big thing for me to, uh, that I was been working on my game a lot is just, um, you know, block shedding and then, um, just, uh, just learning the game a lot more, uh, just film study. Um, yeah, I take that into a, a a huge account because I mean, the more film you watch, the more you just see things happen, the, uh, the slower it'll be for you. So I'm just trying to um, just really be a student of the game in that way. And I feel like that would uh, definitely help me out. And also, uh, like I said earlier, just uh, just using my hands a lot more box shedding. And and for, the, for uh, to kind of go continue with the, the film study aspect of everything, I know obviously we're talking about a lot of self-evaluation. I'm sure you're watching yourself a ton, seeing what you can improve on. But on the other side of the coin, are there some players, it could be past, present, NFL guys, some guys that maybe you like to watch a ton to emulate to a degree? Oh, yeah, definitely. I watch uh, Fred Fred, uh, Fred Warner, um, Bobby Wagner. Um, and then I'd also like to watch just, you know, different defenses and see just to see, like, how I would fit in that defense. You know, what kind of defense they run, who they like to utilize, what kind of players they like to uh, utilize. Um and yeah, just trying to like put myself in different schemes. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, I'm already a big fan of you. I think that you're not only, you know, one of the best uh, linebackers or defenders, I should say, in the ACC. I think you're potentially going to make that jump to be considered one of the best in all of college football. For you to potentially make that jump and to be considered one of the absolute best at your position in the nation, what do you feel like is the next step for you developmentally, developmentally wise? Uh, I would say. You know, um, just consistently um, having a great game. I can't have uh, eight great games and only have four mediocre games. I need to have it like, every single game. So I feel like that would take me from, you know, like you said, being just the best in the ACC to the uh, best in the country. So I feel like just being consistent and uh, making sure I have a great game every game. And I probably should start you out with this one, Shaka. I, I know that a lot of people are going to read into the bio and then they're going to see, you know, late uncle, of course, was the great Ironhead Hayward, your cousins with Cameron Hayward, who is one of the best interior defensive linemen for the Pittsburgh Steelers, has been for the last decade or so. And then also Connor Hayward that has played at the at Michigan State as well. So you come from a football family. I'm sure it's been with you for a long time. When did you start playing? And, and maybe just when did the, when did the love for the game begin for you? I mean, I really always loved the game. I started playing right after my brother uh, played. I, I was uh, six years old when I started playing. But uh, the year before that, when I was five, I just watched my brother playing. He was, I mean, he was running. I used to play running back. He was running back. Um, it was just fun watching him, like, run all up and down the field, just uh, just having fun. And that's really where it came from. 
I love it. And I kind of want to ask a little bit about the, the Duke lineage defensively you guys have going, because I mentioned Victor in, in the intro there a little bit. I mentioned Chris Rumpf, some fantastic football players who just got drafted. Marquise Waters, I know who transferred over to Texas Tech, was an outstanding football player. Mark Gilbert, I know, is going to get a shot in the NFL if he can stay healthy. I know he's very talented. Looking at the guys that you that you all have been able to put out specifically on defense, What's it like for you to know that, hey, I could be the next guy in line to continue what you guys have really, in the last few years, established as a nice little pipeline of defensive talent? I mean, it feels it definitely feels great, but it's just uh, it's just work. You know, those guys all came in, uh, uh, just gave their best every time they were uh, with the team on the field. And then even uh, afterwards, after practice or after a lift, you know, doing extra to make sure they stay ahead of the uh, competition. And, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, do the same pretty much really. Yeah, it's just work. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, Coach Cutcliffe has obviously done a great job at, at Duke. I know you guys are coming off, you know, a little bit of a up and down season. The pandemic, I think, really, you know, affected a lot of teams, unfortunately. But I, I'm just curious on now transitioning to 2021. We talked about it being a little bit more of a normalized season. What are some goals that you have from an individual perspective? And what are some goals for the team in general that you think would make it a successful 2021? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is something that we've been um, we've been on since the beginning of uh, – since the end of last season, really, which is uh, leadership, just uh, leadership everywhere, you know, accountability, just upholding the standard. Um, last year, like you said, COVID did hit. We, were, we weren't able to be with the team. It was a lot of individual workouts, uh, just everyone out there at home doing their own thing. When we're a team, we can all hold each other accountable, uh, be leaders, and um, just uphold each other to a, a high standard. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the last question I have for you, Shaka, obviously I'm a guy that thinks that you are going to have a very good NFL career potentially eventually. I think that teams are going to value, like you kind of said, you have that, that length, that athleticism, run and chase feel that the NFL is really valuing now. Whether that is – 2022 NFL draft, whether that is 2023 NFL draft, whatever it ends up being, just what type of blessing overall will it be for you to know that eventually you're going to join, you know, several family members who have already made it to the NFL, but just for your own personal journey? I mean, that would be great because that is my dream, you know, playing the NFL. Um, yeah, that would definitely mean a lot to me um, to continue my uh, career because I'm don't. i definitely just uh, not done yet. I feel like there's uh, just uh, I can get a lot better. I feel like there's a lot more for me to learn, a lot more for me to uh, grow. Um, yeah, I'm excited at least. And, and if you missed our breakdown of the linebacker group potentially for 2022, all the guys that are eligible, I did mention Shaka Hayward, a part of that piece. I would go back and take a look, would go a little more in depth on what makes this Duke linebacker very special. But Shaka, I appreciate you, man. Again, taking a little bit of time here today. It's awesome getting a little of the background story, man. I really appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. I really appreciate you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.